people who are asking, where you been, Skippy? Where's another show? Uh, to be honest with you, I've been working six days a week. Working my tail off, trying to uh, dig myself out of the hole that our illustrious governor helped put me in. And uh, when I get home at night, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, and frankly, not, a, not enough of you have been sharing the podcast as I'd like. And even though I'm getting more and more listeners in more and more countries, and thank you for that, by the way, um, it's not enough to uh, talk about today's events. But in today's episode, which is coming up after the break, I will be sharing some very important numbers that are especially aimed at our illustrious Governor Mike DeWine, and uh, they won't be partisan. I promise that. I'm not going to get uh, very political, but uh, I have a few things to say, and I'm going to share numbers. His numbers. Not numbers fabricated out of whole cloth, not assumptions, not uh, imagination, not conspiracy theories. It is going to be facts. If you have the courage, my friends, stick around after this commercial break, because I have a few things to say about Mike DeWine and COVID-19. Well, well, well. Our illustrious governor is back at it, Ohio. Governor Mike DeWine tweeted out today a bunch of statistics revolving around COVID, and of course he used the words monumental crisis to tell you just how he felt about these numbers. And if you paid no attention to them, if you used, if you refused I should say, refuse to use your common sense if you, if you stop for even a moment to think about these numbers, you would, you would discover just how much of a hokum situation this is. How much of an illusion this is by Mike DeWine, it's by, uh, by Joe Biden, by Nancy Pelosi, by, uh, Pritzker, Cuomo, Newsom, Whitmer, and all of the others who want you to go into a panic mode and give in to the nanny state's control. Now, I'm going to use numbers. These numbers are not made up. They are not whole cloth. They are not coming from any media source. They're not coming from Trump. They're not coming from the Republican Party or the Democratic Party or the Tea Party or the Libertarian Party. They're not coming from any source other than Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio, period. So if you have any disputes about the facts of these numbers, you better go to him. You'd better call him a liar and please do it publicly so I can retweet and giggle. Okay, so if you want to say that any of these are a lie, I want to remind you these came from Governor Mike DeWine and no one else. Are we clear? You can go look at his Twitter account to see them. All right, you ready? Here we go. Now, I must admit, I must admit, I do not have the direct, uh, accurate count of number of people, the population of Ohio. So I had to Google that. 
Now, you're free to Google it as well. I came up with three different numbers. Now, one was 2019, one was 2020, and, and then there was another one that just made a declaration it didn't have a date. I'm going to go with the smallest of those numbers, and the reason I'm going to do that is to display to you my point with more ease. Because that means that I am giving you even worse percentages than it are probably accurate. Because the population has gone up. We've had births. We've had people move into the state, running away from Illinois, running, in, uh, running away from New York, running away from California. They're, they're running away from other states to come here. So... I suggest that the number is probably higher than the one I'm using. If you happen to know what the number is, please feel free to let me know what the official real number is, and I will go with it, and I will redo all of the numbers, and won't it be spectacular when I do so, because I will do them with just as much ease, and my point will still be made. All right? So, the number I'm using, it said that the population in 2019 in Ohio was 11,689,100. Which, by the way, if you've listened to Biden and Harris recently, at least three times they've killed us all off. But nevertheless, nevertheless, all right? With the number of the population being 11,689,100, Mike DeWine, in his tweet, not mine, not yours, not anyone else's, said that there were 282,528 cases, period. That's total in the state of Ohio. That's 2.4% of the population that was tested positive. Now, mind you, mind you, of that 2.4%, some of them have had it more than once. Some of them received a positive test and, and uh, absolutely nothing occurred. Absolutely nothing occurred. And some of those tests were done posthumously, which I will get to. In other words, they were dead and they were tested and said, oh, look, they happened to have it. Now, I will get to deaths in just a minute, but I want to give you an indication, 2.4% of Ohio has been tested positive as of this morning. Let me see, that's uh, November 14th, 2020. As of this morning, that is how many had tested positive total, 2.4%. Now, I, I, of course, could go off track here and list all the things that you could say 3% and 4% and 5% of Ohioans uh, either contracted or, or something. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick with the numbers. I want to stick with the facts. So, so what he said, this is according to him, a total of 282,528 Ohioans have, have tested positive for this virus. That is total which is 2.4%, okay? Now, 
He says, of those, mind you, of those, 5,700 have died. Okay? That is 2% of 2.4%. That is not 2% of the population. That is 2% of 2.4% of Ohioans. He says, oh, hospitalizations, 21,856% have been hospitalized. Now that sounds like a big number. That's more than you can fit in the queue for a given night of Cavs basketball. I want to say, however, you must think straight this is 7.7% of the positive tests total in the state of Ohio. So that is 7.7% of 2.4% of Ohioans. Now, he says, of those 21,856, 4,164 of them were put into intensive care. Now, that's a lot. It is a lot, okay? It's, it's, uh, it is a lot when you look at it. However, that is 1.4% of 2.4% of Ohio's population. Now, he says, holy Moses, we have 8,071 new cases today. Now, that sounds like a lot, especially after you've just read the number that says how many are, were, were put into the ICU. That's, that's pretty pretty high number, right? That is point. 0.6% of the population, less than 1% of Ohio's population tested positive yesterday. Now they say, oh, but there were 42 new deaths. Now, I must emphasize this, and it bears repeating until you understand what is being said. They did not contract it yesterday and die yesterday. They very well could have died, uh, contracted it a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, God knows when. And they died. Now, again, you say, oh, but look at how many people died. Oh, here's the thing. And this, this, I'm saying... <coughs> I am saying to you right now, you must understand this. Not everyone who dies in this number, not everyone actually died of the COVID. They died because they died. They, ha they happened to have the COVID. Now, am I saying that nobody died of COVID? No, no. But what I am saying is that 0.0003% of the population of Ohio died yesterday. 
and when they died, they happened to have the COVID. How many of those who died, who happened to have the COVID, died because of the COVID? That number is unclear, and it will remain unclear until Mike DeWine and the others come clean. You see, because there is a difference between died because of and died with it. If Joe Blow goes out on the highway and flips his motorcycle, and he flips the motorcycle end over end and kills himself in the process, and he dies having happened to have COVID, he would be in this number, even though he may not have been symptomatic. It didn't matter to him at all. But Mike DeWine doesn't separate them. So, point. 0.0003% of Ohio's population died yesterday having happened to have COVID. We don't know how many of those were because. Now, you can, you can flail your arms and stomp in a little circle and, and grim and, and, and carry on all you want, but those are the facts. Now, he says 298 were were hospitalized just yesterday because of COVID. Now, again, on the face of it, you think, oh, 298. That's how many are in my church on an average Sunday when we're allowed to actually go to church. Oh, that's 3%, 3% of 0.6% of the population. Why am I saying that? Because of the 8,071 cases that were verified yesterday, his number's not mine, that was 0.06% of Ohio's population. Of those, 3% of 0.06% of Ohio's population yesterday had to be hospitalized. Now, we do not know, because of HIPAA laws, we do not know why they were hospitalized. Why is this important, Skippy? Well, think about it this way. If I had asthma and I tested positive, do you think my doctor would, prob would probably want to have a look at me overnight? I should say so. If I if I have I have severe asthma, if I got it, would they probably hospitalize me overnight? I should say so. Okay? Uh, if I had a COPD or emphysema, or if I had a lung removed like someone I know, would I be hospitalized? Yes. Does it mean that every one of these 298 is on death's door? No. No, it does not. They might have been hospitalized overnight, given some sort of medication, some sort of treatment, and sent home. Is that number reflected? Hell no, it's not. Hell no, it's not. But again... Mike DeWine wanted us to know, his number's not mine, that 3% of 0.06% of Ohio's population were hospitalized for COVID yesterday. 
And again, that's not broken down into why they were hospitalized. And again, I must emphasize, just as I do with the deaths, just as I do with the intensive care, they happen to have COVID. We don't know why they were hospitalized, just that they were hospitalized and have the COVID. Right? Now, next up, 21 of 8,071, that is 0.2% of point, no, yes, 0.2% of 0.06% of Ohio's population had to be put into intensive care. Now, is 21 too many? Yes. Yes. However, I want, I want to emphasize this. This is what he's calling a monumental crisis. 0.2% of 0.06% of 11,689 or 11,689,100 there it is i don't i don't want to be like joe biden and get my numbers all fouled up this is 0.2% of 0.06% of 11,689,100 people and again the numbers have the, the population has surely gone up since that number was printed. They are in intensive care. Now, again, I must emphasize, we are talking about hospitalizations that could very well be, oh, well, you've got severe asthma, you've got COPD, you've got emphysema, you have a, a lung issue. Oh, we'd better hospitalize you. And then, uh-oh, you really do have it pretty bad, and it's affecting your emphysema, and it's affecting your COVID. We'd better put you in intensive care, so we're keeping a closer eye on you. Are they dead? No. Are we even guaranteed that the only reason they're in there is because of COVID? No. Monumental crisis, everybody. Monumental crisis. Now, what am I saying to you here? I'm not, I'm not twisting any balloons. I'm not making any balloon animals out of these statistics. I'm simply giving, to, giving them to you straight. A fraction, a, a fraction of 2.4% of Ohio's population had to be hospitalized with COVID. And a fraction of that fraction had to be put in, into intensive care. And a fraction of that fraction may in fact die. Is one too many? You bet your sweet bippy. But again, I can list all of the other ways that the flu and all sorts of other things are going to kill many more people and nobody in their right mind is talking about locking down the entire state or shutting down bars and restaurants and demanding masks or anything else in between out of fear of those things but boy is it 
COVID that's all they're the problem. Does a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of 2.4% of a population of 11 million constitute a monumental crisis? I'm asking you. Should we shut down the entire state over that? And again, I've got to emphasize this. Not everyone who gets it is going to die by any means. 2.4% have gotten it. How many have recovered completely? How many are just fine? And now they have treatments. They, they, they treated President Trump. He's now fine. It can be done. You can also give them uh, hydroxychloroquine. They can recover through hydroxychloroquine. And before you come at me with that's not proven, blah, 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 virtually every country other than the United States began using it long before we did, and there were papers, French, German, Sweden, uh, Norway, uh, all sorts of countries were saying, hey, this works. But as soon as it was the United States, it's all, all we have to, we have to do this test and that test and all we need a, we need a bigger sample and all, yes, we've got to have the, and all, we got to have that. There are many ways to treat it. And I'm saying out of the entire population of, of, of Ohio, 2.4% have gotten it at all. And again, how many of them went about their daily life with absolutely no knowledge until they were tested that they had it at all? I have used this, uh, this suggestion before, and, and, and I'm going to do it again. If you have a discount card for a grocery store, but you keep it in your wallet, you don't get the savings. The, there are so many people out there who can very well have it. And you say, yes, but they're going to give it to grandma. Okay, we need to focus on grandma, don't we? We don't need to lock down everybody else. We don't need to shut down bars and restaurants because grandma is susceptible. Or somebody who has pre-existing conditions and a weakened immune system. Those are the people we need to focus on. And those people need to be made aware of their condition and handle it appropriately for themselves and the people who care about them around them need to handle it for themselves if grandma is that much of a risk then perhaps grandma should not be going out perhaps those are the people who should be getting home delivery of their groceries. Perhaps those are the people that members of their family should be doing the shopping for them. 
Perhaps those are the people who should be staying at home. Perhaps those are the people who should be on pins and needles waiting for the vaccine. Not everybody else. 2.4% of the population has gotten it, sure. But of those 2.4%, do you understand? Let, let those who have ears hear what Skippy is saying to the churches. 2.4% of the population, but of those, 98% have recovered. 2% have of 2% of 2.4% have died. Should we shut down the entire state? Should we close businesses and ruin lives? I have been, I personally have been laid off twice because this governor wants to fool around with COVID. He wants to use it to control God knows who. He already took my chance to vote in the primary away from me. And now, what is he up to? What is he up to? What is the other hand doing, Ohio? Now, let me add one last thing. And again, I'm just speaking facts and giving you numbers that Governor Mike DeWine has given us publicly on Twitter. If any of these numbers, if any of these facts don't seem right to you, you take it up with him. Don't tell me this is disputed and this has false facts. And uh, No, no, no. Uh-uh. These are all his numbers. We're talking about the deaths, right? 5,700. Boy, does that seem like a big number, right? You know, that's probably, I would say, how many people attend your average Mount Union Purple Raiders football game. Which I'm not sure if they're even allowed to play this year, thanks to our illustrious governor. But that's 2% of 2.4% of Ohio's population that have died with COVID. How many of them died because of it? As I said just a little while ago, you could die of a motorcycle crash flipping end over end and get smashed underneath your motorcycle and die but if you've per if you've tested positive for covid you are considered a covid death and that's not me that's not the media that's not the president that's not a political party that's not uh, a whole cloth that's not me pulling numbers or facts out of the air that is the truth more than one time, you can go look, more than one news story has said, yes, indeed, that is the case. That's what they're doing. Anyone who happens to have it is being added to that death toll. So 2% of 2.4% of Ohio's population has died of something, but they haven't necessarily died of it. They've died with it. And the vast majority, if you if you want, if you really want to get down to it, roughly 
this is roughly because I did not I did not do this note at all. Out of the 282,528 in Ohio, as of this morning, roughly 276,000 lived to tell the tale. I, I did not I did not do the exact math of two percent of two point four percent of Ohio's population. By the way, that's total. That's since February. That's not today. Today he was talking about eight thousand and seventy one, which is point zero six percent of Ohio's population. And how many of them are going to quarantine for two weeks? Bebop around and then go back to work just fine. Virtually all of them. Virtually all of them. But I want to ask you, and, and I want to ask Governor DeWine, if he has the courage to speak sincerely, why is he showing you these numbers and calling it a monumental crisis when clearly it is not? What's his agenda? Because, sorry, while one is too many, I would, if it were up to me, no one would ever die ever again. No one would ever get sick. No one would ever get cancer. No one would ever get AIDS. No one would ever get any immunodeficiency. Nothing. If, if it were up to me, no one would ever die ever again. But, when we're talking about shutting down a state and ruining, ruining lives, ruining businesses, causing businesses to close and never reopen ever again, ruining the dreams of small business owners and, frankly, some large business owners, simply because we want to panic over 2% of 2.4%. I want to know what Governor DeWine's real agenda is. But I can tell you, after having read Monumental Crisis and reading these numbers and reading that he is pondering locking us down yet again, I can guarantee you of this. I will never, ever vote for Mike DeWine in any capacity ever again. I will not support his his uh, lieutenant governor, John Husted, either. And I would recommend it to anyone of any political party. You're receiving a uh, uh, an endorsement from Mike DeWine, say in 2022, is going to be radioactive. Don't seek him out for an endorsement because his endorsement of you will make me think that you are okay with locking down an entire state over 2% of 2.4% of Ohio's population. And that is my roughly half hour rant on COVID-19 for today. And another thing, I, I didn't want to be, uh, 
I, I didn't want to be negligent in pointing this out. 2% of 2.4% of Ohio's population have died having had the COVID. And again, I say not all of them died because of it, just simply that they had it. How many, how many of them, Governor, were in, in, in uh, old folks' homes, nursing homes, already dying when they got it? Just, the, just as I'm asking Cuomo and Whitmer and, and Pritzker and Newsom, who all sent, sent uh, people into the nursing homes with COVID and allowed it to spread around, I'm asking how many of them were in nursing homes? How many of them were over the age of 70, over the age that my mom was when she died, in part thanks to Obamacare, by the way, how many of them were over the age of 70 and in a nursing home, Governor? Because, and, and this is again, this is, is again a fact. This is not me making crap up just to be making crap up. Because under the age of 70, over 99% survived that's that's not that's not made up that's that's a real number from i believe it's the cdc and again you can look it up it's under the age of 70 99% i think it's 99.6 or something have survived how many of that 2% of 2.4% of Ohio's population of 11,689,100 were over the age of 70 and probably in a nursing home with many pre-existing conditions and many different kinds of ailments that might be taken into uh, account? How many, Governor? Just wondering if you have the courage to answer that part, too. Because, clearly, you have not put that in the numbers anywhere. You have not separated that from anything. You have not separated who died simply because of COVID. You have not separated how many died with COVID but are also in a nursing home, in, uh, you know, uh, in assisted living, you, you haven't factored any of that in. You want to talk about pre-existing conditions. How many already had them, Governor? Because I already mentioned, I have severe asthma. But of course, I'm also a claustrophobic asthmatic, so I don't like having to wear a mask in public. I will not tattle on the person I, I had to deal with today who was under a mandate to wear a mask and asked if it was okay since we were alone in the place we were if maybe she didn't have to wear it for a while. Because she was on the job, I was the customer, she just simply wanted to know if it was cool. And I told her, absolutely Nobody was going to stop her because I intended on taking mine off, too. There are a lot of us who don't want to have something over our face constantly, Governor. 
There are a lot of us who don't want to be locked down all the time, Governor. And quite frankly, the numbers that I have shared today have made it abundantly clear that it should not be necessary. But what do I know? What do I know? I'm not a scientist. I'm a mathematician. Finally, to the love of my life, the apple of my eye, the sunshine in my day, Krista, hang on, honey. We're going to get through this together. Good night, sweetheart. I love you. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really.